Welcome to the Clover Report. I'm Dr. Rudy Jackson, and here's today's question. Is your teenager taking too many APs, IBs, and honor courses? And this seems like a simple question with a simple answer because most folks tend to try to take as many courses as they can, many advanced courses as possible, thinking that the more they take, the better their chances in the admission process. And today we're gonna to look into that, see if that's really true and see if it is a mistake, how you can fix it. All right, so let's move forward, I'll move this up. So it's mid-February, uh, most parents and their teenagers are planning for classes for the next year, whether they are juniors going into senior year or maybe you're like me, you're a parent of an eighth grader and they're going into the ninth grade going into high school for the first year. You're looking over their options, what they've taken this past year or this current year, and how that may prep them for success next year. And ultimately the question comes down, you know, how many advanced classes should they take next year? Um, and if you go into it with the mindset that the more they take, the better their chances of admission, here's why you could be running into a problem because when admissions and scholarship committees sit down, it typically is a tipping point of demonstration of qualification. What I mean by that is that the AP classes or the IBs or the honor classes are supposed to provide extra rigor, which indicate whether the student is prepared for college. And at some point, if you take five or seven or 10 or 15 or 20, at some point, you've demonstrated that. Again, you don't have to take 20 AP classes to demonstrate that you're ready for college. So that's the big issue, but in many places, in many schools, the conversation isn't about how many is enough. The only focus is on taking as many as possible. So, but before I go on, I do wanna be very clear and say that we're really talking about the value of advanced courses for admission decisions or scholarship decisions, which has nothing to do with taking AP courses for earning college credit or taking AP courses or advanced courses for preparing you as a learner for college. So this is just all about the admission or scholarship decision. Okay, so with that, let's move forward. So in some places in particular in North Carolina and in, in Texas, when well North Carolina at Chapel Hill, they've actually gone as far as to give prospective students and their parents some guidance on how many APs is enough. Now, the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill is one of the first to actually have a statement that basically says that we encourage your son or daughter to take advanced courses, to take rigorous course loads, and in fact, take up to five APs. But what they say is that more than five APs does not do you any better when applying to their school, okay? So they basically say that they're not going to give you any extra credit beyond those five APs. Um, and so it kind of harkens back to my point that 
the returns on the investment of the time and the attention and the work that has to go towards preparing for the AP course, keeping up with the curriculum, doing the projects, doing the readings, preparing for the tests. It, we typically look at three to five hours, if not more, a week per AP class. And when I taught AP Psych, that's the way in which I organized my week that they would come to class and they would have at least three to four hours of out of class work to prepare every week. So if you're gonna take one class and then you consider a second, you're gonna add on three to five more hours of prep that week. So the reason why that's a mistake, if you're only trying to do it because you feel like you need more is because you don't understand the equation for admission at, especially at competitive schools. You only understand step one. And most people think that if you're the most qualified students with grades and test scores and AP courses, you're going to get in. Okay. That's not the case at most colleges because there are too many people who are qualified to get in. So they can't just choose based on who has the best grades, test scores, and AP courses. That's step one. But step two is you have to separate yourself from the people who are qualified. So the first question is, are you qualified? So if you take the tough courses, if you take uh, a few APs, if you take some honors, whether it's IB, if you have a strong GPA, if you have a strong SAT or ACT score, if you're involved in extracurricular activities, depending on the college you are applying to, you can meet their qualifications. And you can check off this first question, are you qualified? But then you have to go to the second question, which basically says, what separates you from other qualified applicants? So when you look around at a school that has 40,000 applications and they may have 20 or 25,000 of those applications that have over a 3.8, that have a SAT score uh, in the high 1300s or 1200s, that have the students who are taking five or six APs. At that point, everybody starts to look the same when you look at GPA, SAT, and grades. And so the challenge for every applicant that is qualified is to figure out how they separate themselves beyond grades, test scores, and APs. And so the mistake is thinking that being more qualified is gonna get you <coughs> admission or scholarship. <coughs> so my advice is for parents with a teen that may be looking at a school, any college, in particular college that is a competitive college, is that you gotta understand the two steps of the decision process. Are you qualified and have you separated? So to do that, what we wanna do is we wanna look specifically at some ways in which you can do that. So first and foremost, um, how do you stand out when everybody's qualified? So what I would encourage you to do is to go to your target college and find out what they say about what they like to see in their prospective students. In fact, all you have to do is just Google the term or the phrase, what we look for or what we like to see. And when you Google that and you hit the space bar, you'll start to see colleges come up, Duke, Harvard, Princeton, 
you just type in your school and it will take you to a page on the admission sites. I pulled up one, the one from Duke, and they specifically talk about, they have a statement that says, we're looking for students ready to respond to opportunities intelligently, creatively, enthusiastically. We like ambition and curiosity, talent and persistent energy and humanity. Those are intangible qualities that your son or daughter can use, can build while they're in high school, during the school year, during the summer, and then they can showcase them on their applications, either in their essays or in their letters of recommendation. And so when it comes time to separate yourself, you're gonna to have to separate from people that look just like you on the numbers, grades, SAT, ACT, and APs. And you gotta to look to these intangible qualities. All right, so, just want to I want to just drive this home very quickly and say don't drive yourself crazy trying to keep up or trying to win the AP race because it's not going to pay off in the way you think it will in an admission or scholarship decision uh, the big takeaway is clearly um, focus on being qualified and also separating from other qualified applicants and if you want to hear more, if you have other questions about this, uh, I, do, I do plan to do um, an additional podcast specifically on dual enrollment um, and talking about the pros and cons of dual enrollment. Um, but if you have any additional questions, leave them in uh, the, the dialogue box below. Um, and if this topic was something that uh, you think your friends may enjoy you have other friends who are parents um, of teenagers that are thinking about college uh, you don't want them to make the same mistake and get all worried and try to push a whole bunch of ap's on their kid uh, share this with uh, your friends on social media either on facebook or tweet me or on linkedin so on facebook you can find me at bitly bit.ly forward slash your college pro facebook this is basically the same handle for twitter bit dot ly forward slash your college pro tweet and then on linkedin bit dot ly forward slash your college pro linkedin so i look forward to your comments and continuing the conversation to help you give your son or daughter a great chance at admission and scholarship thank you dr jackson <laughs>